We live. What's up, everybody? It's your host, Tim. Welcome to 1-800-504-LE. I got a special guest in the building. I got one of the dopest MCs that I know. I'm going to go past MCs. He's one of the dopest artists that I know. I got my boy, L.A. Earhart, in the building. Yo, what's happening, my brother? Nothing much, nothing much, nothing much. What's good with you? I'm chilling, dog. You know me. I've been anxious to get here so we could... Finally, let people know the real. You know what I'm saying? You know, we've been having conversations for years, and I think it's time for people to just get our dynamic. It, oh, it's funny. I was just thinking about when I first met you. Uh-huh. You was on the Oaks, and you was, you was, everybody was talking about music, and I walked up. Yeah, yeah. And you ended up freestyling. Yeah. Like, this dude, this nigga nice. Like, yeah. Lyrically, ain't too many, I don't know nobody in the city who's gonna fuck with him. Because, yeah. you know, that's not that, that's not that kind of, those kind of, MCs like talking about down here. Exactly. That's not what we grew up on, you know what I'm saying? Right. And I remember that day vividly as well, because I, I remember we was out there, everybody talking their shit, and most of them was rappers, right? right? And then it was just my thing of saying, okay, fuck that. We all talking about these other rappers. What y'all know how to do? So I just started spitting, you know right, what I'm right, saying? Right. And, and, yeah. and, the, and the freestyle, y'all, I'm not talking about <laughs> no beat, acapella, like, on rhythm and everything. Right. Like, the shit was so dope. It was like... If you love music and if you love rap, it's it in its purest form. You know what I'm saying? Right. It was like some shit you see in a movie. You know? But <laughs> the shit was dope. Exactly. I don't remember who the other cat was, but I remember Grayson. Even Grayson was was, was spit. He started spit. Okay. That shit was funny. It was a cold beat. It was like a real cold beat. It was like one of times. I remember. I remember uh, me being out there for sure on the Oaks. We used yeah. to have some. I used to have some fire conversations. Yeah. And I don't think people realize something like like me, you, John, right. Big Rob. Mm-hmm. Like some some dope conversation. It was it was dope meeting people who was into the same shit as you, you know. Exactly. And that's a prayer. I don't care what anybody says, like or even just meeting people who See the world, not necessarily see the world the same way as right. you, but understand, understand how you see the world. Exactly. You know, you don't always have to agree with people, but you can understand people and understand where people come from and why they think a certain way they think from. Right. So that, that was some dope, dope shit. You know what I think that is? I think it's because with me, you, and all the people that you name, we use logic when we talk. So when you use logic, is is kind of is easier to relate and understand where people are coming from. Even if you don't agree with them, it's like, okay, logically I can see where you're coming from. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Yeah. It's, you know what I'm saying? It's, you're listening to understand and not listening right. to talk back. And I don't think a lot of people understand it's like, like, when I, recently when I heard you on that podcast, I go, oh, what's the name of this podcast? Uh, Raw, the one Raw, about, Raw, right. nice, yeah. nice podcast. I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm going to have to start listening to them more. I actually like for sure. what they got going on. And I'm going to make sure I plug them in with yours, for yeah, sure. I got to shout them, like, I shout them out, like, for they sure. dope, like, it, it was dope to hear people, young people talk about, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, music and, you know, just not sound like everybody else, like, seeing right. what everybody else like. Right. Sometimes I feel like I'm the only person in the world who listen to comedy. Right, you know, right. You know what I'm saying? Or even that still listen to Tupac. And mm. that's personally my favorite artist of all time. Pac? Yeah, I'm Pac. Why Pac? Because you can feel his music. Okay. It just hits you. It, it's not. I know people like to make a lyrical argument, mm. but it's like, you know, sometimes I don't need the, the, the most difficult vernacular to... Right. To make somebody feel like you, you feel the music differently. Right. And you, it hits you 
it hits you with in a hard way. It's supposed to hit you. You know what I'm saying? Agree. I agree. That's why a big reason, you know, I know this is like an ancient debate, but the whole big versus mm. Pac, I don't like get into that. But if they ask who my preference is, I would say Pac for sure. Right. But when it comes down to like the technicalities right. of, you know, being clever, yeah, yeah and all yeah. that, I, I give it the, I understand why people right. argue. Exactly. You know, this, we always argue about that, but people always forget rap is subjective. Exactly. And no matter what you think, no two artists rap the same. Period. No two rappers rap the same. Period. Um, they may sound similar, but they don't write the same. Mm-hmm. People have different ways. You're rappers, so you know. People have different ways of writing, right. structuring their bars, mm-hmm. and all that. Yeah. And I didn't know I knew all. Of them. <laughs> I'm really into this shit for real. For real, real talk. Uh, but what you been up to, though? Nah, honestly, uh, I've been gearing up for this tour uh, concert that we've been putting on mm-hmm. in Dallas. So it's like really building out a plan for, you know, on the independent route, you know what I'm saying? So you already know one of my biggest uh, inspirations is Master P, Jigga, and most recently Nip, you know what I'm saying? So I really been developing the brand on the music end, you know what I'm saying? Because when we met in college, you know, I was more so focused on just business overall, you know what I'm saying? But not necessarily uh, putting my energy into the music. So now I've been really just gearing up with the music and moving around. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, that's that's what I've been doing. And oh, no, my bad. Now y'all good. So I just about to say yeah. So uh, uh, on the 29th of this month, uh, this is June. I know it might be 20 years later when people listen to this, but it's history in the making. You right. know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's gonna be uh, the second time being out there in Deep Ellum. You know what I'm saying? The first uh, concert that we did, we had. Close to fifty people, you know what I'm saying, with a seventy-five capacity, and so that was my that was my goal to hit fifty people, you know what I'm saying, and so it was just a big thing for me because, you know, from New Orleans, and I've never been to Deep Ellum, so this is my first time within a week I'm there just promoting, and every single person that came out was people that I shook hands with, or they heard from somebody I shook hands with, you see what I'm saying, and so it was just all organic. So it's now it's like it gave me that spark to say, yeah, we could really implement this plan that we've been talking about with this music shit. That, that's dope. Yeah. You, you know, you're doing something that I think a lot of artists forget about mm-hmm. and social media makes, I think, I don't want to blame social media for it. I know it's easy mm-hmm. and it's kind of common for everybody to say, oh, well, social media, but a lot of artists don't concentrate on building a base. Right. You know, if you have a base, a, a, a fan base is something totally different. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like we laugh at the beehive and the boss, but those are loyal fan bases. If don't nobody buy an album, right? Them motherfuckers are buying an album. Exactly. So to an extent, I can't like do. Now do they take shit to the extreme? Absolutely. <laughs> right. <laughs> but at the same time, like they're a loyal base. Like they're gonna support their artists. And I think. I think to an extent, I think that's what every artist wants. You know, to, to have a, a not a toxic one, but one. Yeah. A solid core base. Uh, I don't know. I think there are artists that wants that. Mm-hmm. I think that's only the artists who have longevity in mind, because not every artist have that in mind, that's right? But then even with the longevity, as I'm thinking about it, it's like some artists they say that they want it, but they really don't want it, right? right? Because they're not really willing to put in those steps to get that organic base. That's true. See, I never thought about it. Like, yeah. I never thought about that part. You always forget that people have different motivations for being in the game. Right. How long have you been rapping? Whew. 
That's a good question. I think since I came out the womb, bro. <laughs> bro oh, yeah. <laughs> talk, like I've always, you know, similar to you, bro, always always been around music, uh-huh. right? So uh one of my one of my family members uh was the first female artist that was signed to Cash Money, uh-huh. right? So me growing up, like I was like just always influenced and surrounded by music. Like the very first rapper I ever knew of was Jay-Z. And it was because of one of my uncles who incarcerated. He just uh he just got transferred from Angola to halfway house. So he'll be coming home that's, soon. That's dope. Yeah. But like he he definitely somebody who like honest to God, bro. I used to be in his room and I can remember, although I don't at the time I didn't comprehend what was going on. I vividly remember watching Streets is watching, like Rough Riders and all that type of shit. And you know what I'm saying? Man, we we were so young. Exactly, bro. So it's like I've always had that 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 aspiration to be a rapper, Mm -hmm. but I didn't really start taking it seriously, or at least I didn't it wasn't meant for me to start until uh like my junior year of high school, mm-hmm. that's when I started putting pen to paper. Oh, really? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, I would have thought you had been, because of your ability, I would have assumed you had been rapping longer. Nah. I, I thought you made, like, I thought 11, 12, maybe 13, though, because it's rare that people, sometimes that people have so much skill mm-hmm. so early on. Skill is something you usually have to, it's, it's harder for some people to hone on and get better at. Right. But, like, because, you're so smooth. That's one thing I love about when you spit, you're smooth with. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? For sure. And like I said, you don't sound like anybody else down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I love, and I mean, I'll rock out for anything that's from, from New Orleans. I'm, for sure. I have New Orleans bias. Me too. To the, Me too. To the, like, you know what I'm saying? I work on cash money, right. no limit. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. yeah, yeah, they folks or whatever, but it was always dope to me seeing people make it. And now it's dope to me seeing, like, and people really did, like, Fuck with our music, like exactly. I, I don't know if you heard it. Trina flipped project. Music. Yeah, I heard like, that. Yeah, I was like, damn, I didn't expect that. Like yeah. when that beat came on. Real talk. Yeah, for sure. I mean, same here though with the New Orleans bias. Like I always say, when I get on that platform, like one of those, and it's not to undermine what we doing right now. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like more of like a MTV. Right, right. I'm specifically and intentionally saying every New Orleans artist, if they would have asked me, who's your top five. Like, right. I love Pac. I love Nas. Right. I love Jay. You yeah. got a rep. Yeah, I'm only naming New Orleans. I, was, <laughs> no. yeah, I, I, I feel you. Like, yeah, I'm good. Like, it's just, man, like, it's crazy like, how much time has passed between now and then. Like, mm-hmm. And a lot of, and I was thinking about this the other day, sometimes I kind of feel like one of the biggest things with Katrina was, uh-huh. if you notice, like, I really think New Orleans, we're about to, be in a, about to really be in our bag if you pay attention. Cause mm-hmm. Slim was, Slim ended up getting killed. Right, like right so before. Slim, right. BG was was fresh off cash. The life after cash, like it just felt like something was coming. It's mm-hmm. almost like Katrina kind of took that from us. You know what I'm saying? When it kind of displaced everybody. Because I really do feel like mm-hmm. thinking back that like something was coming. Something was coming. It just really. Right. Go ahead and plan. I I definitely can see where you're coming from with that because we definitely had just like this fresh energy. Yeah, the, for the sure. Was jumping. Was jumping. Like if you're not from New Orleans, y'all don't, like when we say when you hear somebody from New Orleans say this this before Katrina New right. Orleans, <laughs> after Katrina New right. Orleans, we mean it. Like mm-hmm. the lake is just now 
start. It's, it's still not like how when you think about how it was. Yeah, it's definitely the, not. Like the, every, the riverfront. None of that is really the same. That, that was a, a weekly thing. No, it wasn't a once a. Every, like people going like the lake was filled. Right. Like, my nigga, like, I got this scar on my lip. You probably can't really see it, but I got a scar on my lip from being not on the lake, but the riverfront, right? Mm-hmm. So this was one of them Easters or something like that out there. And, you know, they flying the kites and shit. And just so happened my lip get caught in a little string mm-hmm. or whatever. But it just to say that it used to be the spots to be right, at. Right. You know what I'm saying? The club. When I'm young and I'm thinking, you know, I'm young. I'm thinking I'm going to be in this. I'm going to be right. in Caesars. <laughs> right, right. It's still open, but I'm going right. to be in Caesars. I'm going to be in Key West. Right. I'm going to be in... No, I ain't know what the fuck Duplex was. Right. All that. I probably would have had no business <laughs> being in Duplex, but I wanted to be in Duplex because I heard it in a PG song. Right. You know exactly. But it shows you how impressionable children are, though. Okay. But you know what I'm saying? But I'm like, man, I can't wait to get old. Right. And then, like I said, go to that other plan with Katrina King, but <sighs> shit, like... That was like looking back at the time, like mm-hmm. they had a lot. There was a lot going on. I don't think y'all like you had to be there to understand. That's a fact. But see, what what you just mentioned about kids being impressionable, right? Mm-hmm. That's a big reason and why you know the other day that caused me to post what I post about Lil Wayne, right? Right. Yeah, that was a big reason because no, there's not a lot of people that agree with this. Okay, so how you feel exactly about that situation? Uh, and, and inform the people what we're okay. talking about. So, okay, so on the Raw podcast, mm-hmm. now they was talking about Wayne, how he's kind of disappointed in Wayne, how he was saying that there's one thing that Wayne ain't rap- lacks in his rapping is substance. Mm-hmm. And I agree with that. And, and I, we, we love Wayne. Mm-hmm. It, it's not to disrespect Wayne, slight Wayne, or anything like that, but it, when you're comparing him to other artists, mm-hmm. there's no there's a lack of content in that music. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's why I'll argue Wayne isn't in my top five mm-hmm. MTs of all time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if if I sit down and put pen to paper and was the right one, I don't know that Wayne is in my 10. Mm-hmm. I, I can, it just yeah. me. Like, it's, he, he can't go in my five. Okay. My five is Pac, Scarface, okay. Nas, Hope. Okay. Biggie and yeah. You got one more. I got one more. Yeah. And big. And big. And but okay. sometimes that fifth spot can change for me, depending right. on, you know what I'm saying? One day it might be big, another day it might be KRS One mm-hmm. or Rock M. You know what I'm saying? That fifth spot always changes, but Scarface pop overnight. They solid- cool. Yeah, they solidify. It, it, it's just gotcha. all, all those those one have those spots for different reasons, of course. Right. But yeah, but um and I'm not saying that Wayne can't spit. Wayne, Wayne's one of the best spitters. Yeah, that would be one of the most craziest statements if somebody said that he can't right. spit. He can spit. He can rap his ass off. Right. Anybody will tell you that. Only, yeah. a, only a fool would say that. Exactly. I always argue. I always, when people say Hope is better than, when people say Wayne is better than Hope, I'd be like, slow, slow your roll. <laughs> That's when you lose. Okay. As a normal bias as I am. Right. Hov's one of my favorite MCs. Okay. But I but I'm not bi- but analyzing catalog and taking other things to right. account. Hov's a better MC than me. Okay. In my opinion. No, I, I like I can definitely agree with you on that, but I can also make an argument for why Wayne is better than Hov. Right? I, I want to hear that. Okay. Like you, you touch, touch on points I'm missing. All I'm right. Missing. So before I even get into that, I just got to make sure I clarify something, right? Mm-hmm. Now, when I say Wayne was lacking substance, it wasn't necessarily about his raps because 
granted, he does, he do have like, yeah, you know, but when it comes down to like, if we were to remove the music, what do you stand for? What substance do you provide? Right, right. That's what I was saying. You know what I mean? Because even if you remove music from Hov, like he still provides substance. He adds value to hip hop. Right, right. You see what I'm saying? And Wayne does not. So in terms of the, in terms of music, I just think stylistically Wayne is way more diverse than Hov is. That's and with right. that being said, like, you know, that's why I, me personally, I don't say there's a such thing as a greatest of all time because I think that everybody does something that the next don't. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, just the ability to once again change up your style so many times, uh, and not so much of just like the way you dress, but really changing on every song. For the most part, Hove, he kept like a similar cadence it's throughout true. his whole career. That, that's that's very much true. You know what I'm saying? I will give you that. Yeah. You, you think back to his catalog. Yeah. This, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. From album to album, it's, you know how he's gonna spit, right? And his, how his delivery is gonna be when he come on now. Exactly. So, so that's so that's one thing I would say. Uh, in terms of, let's see, um, whether it be good or bad impact, they both have very great impact, right? Right. But I think I think that Wings. Uh, I don't know what you want to call it. If you want to say his negative impact. Has more impact than Hov's good impact does, and what I mean by that is, so the current state of hip hop right now that most people complain about, the lives, right, the lives. But at the same time, those people who may complain about it would be super big Wayne fans, not right. realizing that Wayne is really the source of that right. shit. You they, see what I'm saying? From, they literally yeah. do. So it's like. That's what's dominating hip hop right now, I mean, yeah. not what Jay is talking about. You see what I'm saying? Because it's, it's only a rare breed of those type of individuals. Yeah, you I see what I'm saying? So it's like his impact, whether for better or worse, his impact has been bigger than Jay Z so far. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Even in terms of, well, this is a debatable one, but the artists that they provided to the game, right? Oh, I'll get that one. I'll get that one. You see what I'm saying? You have, you have to win. Wayne is responsible for Nicki and Drake. That's what that I'm saying. That speaks for itself. Right. Drake, it, Drake itself right. speaks, you know what I'm saying, volumes for itself. Like, exactly. Drake is, shit, Drake is the top of the game. Period. Like, you know, and also that you made a good point. Not, I don't want to too far off topic, but when you said look, him and Push T got into the little, the, the little back and forth, mm -hmm. you made a good point. It's not necessarily a body because he it didn't hurt him. It didn't hurt him. It, it really didn't affect him anymore. You know what I'm saying? That was a, a I had to really sit. I had to sit with it and think about. It. I was like, well, yeah, that shit didn't. That yeah. shit didn't even. It didn't even smear like. It was talked about, but right. It ain't it ain't stop people from wanting to listen to Drake. Right. And that's why when I really thought about it, I'm like the pusher and Drake thing. It was entertaining. You know what I'm saying? But it definitely didn't do harm to her. But I did. At the end of the day, when I went back and looked at the whole Meek and Drake shit, that's when I was like, wait, hold up. I know in the moment we was like, oh shit, Drake killed him, but I really think Meek won that war. I, I, I think so too, because yeah. we don't look at Drake the same as an MC. Now. Period. We, I put, I'm down to I question, I question everything Drake's, I have to kind of like question, like, <laughs> right. like this. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, I, how do you feel about MCs right now on right? Uh, well, there is a difference between MC and rapper too, right. so I kind of right. have to clarify that. Exactly. So, do you 
sometimes, like, do you think that I know the answer, but I want people to hear the answer. Do you think that somebody who doesn't write their own rap can say they're the best, the best in the game? Uh, it depends on what we're talking about. If we say if someone isn't writing their raps, right, mm -hmm. they can't say that they're the best MC of all time, right? right? But I mean, they probably could say that they're the best rapper because in terms of rapping, Easy E was a rapper. Right. You see what I'm right, saying? Right. That's a, that's absolutely. And you know, it's like, um, yeah, rapper just embodies so many other things, like being an entertainer, being able to make the music sound good. Like, right. you know, Cardi B is a rapper, but I'll never really say her being the greatest MC of all time. Right, right. So it definitely disqualify you in, in that realm because, you know, I always hit an argument when it first came up, really, about the whole Drake situation. Like, well, why uh, why nobody say nothing when Beyonce get, you know, records wrote for her and stuff? You know, I hate when people make I really do. I hate that, too. Like, she's a singer. It's exactly. Like, that's why I wish people will, like, kind of... Do their research, research, man. Like, like hip-hop was founded totally different. Exactly. Hip-hop is a blood sport. It's competitive, and it's, you know what I'm saying? About right. pushing your, your truth. Your best MCs are about pushing their pins. And, exactly. You know what I'm saying? And see, what people don't understand is also hip-hop, when we talk about rap, which is, you know, rhythm and poetry, right? right? So normally, that's coming from you directly. That's from your perspective. You see what I'm saying? So it's literally, that's that's why we feel and be able to relate to artists like a Tupac so much because it's coming from him, like his heart, his soul. Right. So if it's not really coming from you, you're just singing a song. That's what Beyonce and them do. Right. They're just singing songs. And they do a damn good job at it because anytime Absolutely. you can sing somebody else's stuff, material, and then evoke every emotion that you're supposed to, that's a job well right. done. That's a, that's a gift in itself. Exactly. But in terms of rap, nah, man, like, you know, you got to, you know, like, I don't necessarily take away from those who don't write their music, you feel mm -hmm. me? Because I understand on a business end. Right. But me personally, no, you can't write my raps, you know what I'm saying? You can't do that. But you can write me a R&B song. Right. Like, I hit him with the Wayne with the How to Love, like, right. you know what I'm saying? Exactly. She wrote the whole Rebirth. Really? Yeah. I never knew that. Yeah, she wrote the whole Rebirth. Mm -hmm. Not just that makes sense. She wrote Prime Queen. She wrote all that shit. But I mean, you know, of course, he had his right. his 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 dealing with it too. But yeah, she definitely was a writer on all them songs. I remember when she was when Young Money was being introduced. So that was one of the main things was right. Chanel. And I was curious to what they were gonna do. Chanel. I knew where Drake fit in. Right. I knew where Nicki was gonna fit in. Right. I just didn't know if so. It's just, I was wondering what she, if they say she's a writer, she's a hell of a writer. So is she gonna be primarily a writer. Right. She's gonna really try to step up as an artist, right? Hey, the writing checks ain't bad, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, they much better than the rapping checks, to yeah, be honest. I better go ask Joey Bad. Real talk, dog. You get no real Joey Bad wrote the song Rock Soft for Post Malone. I know, sad yeah, man. Like, that's that's a check that you just you know what I'm saying? You collecting the royalties off of that, and you know, you don't necessarily have to worry about the label. It's just so many different things with that, yeah. Kids, <laughs> the key the key two words I'm gonna tell you is music business. Now, right. Out of those two words, the business part right. is the part you really need to pay attention to. Like, right. You know, you you said something about streaming on that on that podcast too. Right. I I, I could have screamed because that's something I've been telling people for the longest. I was like, dog, a million streams mm -hmm. being equal to eight thousand dollars doesn't make sense to me. Right. I have, now I feel like you're trying to play. 
Right. Like, yeah. that's, for, that's ridiculous. That, I, I know that's got to bother you as an artist. That if you hit that pinnacle, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Fair is fair. Mm-hmm. And right is right. So that's something I feel like the stream something is something I think the big artists, they need to like, if, if they were smart, they're not going to do it. Mm-hmm. But because you're really fucking over yourself, in my opinion. Like, mm-hmm. are you not being paid what you worth at all? It's like it's like another way they've come to kind of like stop the artists from really getting the money. Could you imagine? Like, you wouldn't because you, you really don't need a label. You, you really don't need a label. Not in this technology age. Not, not with this shit. Uh-uh. I, you t- can you talk a little bit about the streaming money? I yeah, I think, uh, you know, like everything, it has its pros and cons, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But I think in terms of what I what I really appreciated, I know we're talking about streaming, but what I really appreciated was the whole CD era and all that, right? Because as you said, a million streams, like I don't get all wide-eyed nowadays when people say, oh, uh-huh. such and such went platinum. Uh-huh. That platinum doesn't equate to the same a million copies somebody sold back then. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, you know, I think that was a, a you know, definitely a tactic, like you said, to intentionally um, set artists back. Uh-huh. But I don't knock them in terms of the business side because, you know, it's only in their favor in their best interest to do so. You feel what I'm saying? But is it right to do? I don't think it's necessarily morally right or ethical, you know what I'm saying? But it makes sense. That's why even with labels, like, I I have a different viewpoint on it now because it's like, you know, back then, I get that that whole vibe of, man, the labels are the bad guys. But when I think about it, like, nah, they're not really the bad guys, you know what I'm saying? You just need to know your business, you feel me? So basically, to answer your question, I think the pros are, you know, we are able to have that conveniency, right, for the consumers. Mm-hmm. You can listen to it whenever you want. And, um, you know, for the most part, it's not a hassle of trying to go to the store, right? Mm-hmm. But other than that, I think it's all downside because for 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 another thing, it's like we don't own the music anymore. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's one of my biggest things. Yeah, so it's like at any given time, if they decide to just shut down the internet uh, technology, then we'll be out of the fucking music. You know what I'm saying? And that's just not that. I don't. I don't really like that. You know what I'm saying? So uh, that's that's a kind to me. Of course, the the pay rate is a super kind, but at the same time, it's like I think eventually, similar to how we figured out how to you know manipulate the whole mm-hmm. CD market. We'll do the same with streaming, but by the time we do that, they're gonna flip, <laughs> they're gonna flip something else on us. Yeah, I remember when Drake signed that exclusive with Apple, right? Mm-hmm. And I looked at the number, I was like, he's getting fucked. That's a bad number. Mm-hmm. Drake is the highest, if you know anything, Drake is the highest streamed artist, not rap wise, mm-hmm. in music, period. Right. I think he had like a, I forgot how many billions of streams. Mm-hmm. So when I saw the number, with, them two numbers only quit. Right. The 14 million sounds nice, but that two them numbers only quit. They don't. You get short. You get short by a hell of a lot. <laughs> We're talk. Like, but see, that's why when we go back to Hove and, and Wayne, that's why I would credit more Hove on, right? right? Yeah, like, because, you know, as we honestly, this is like a fresh thought that I'm thinking of as we're sitting here talking and as you were just giving that whole spill about Drake. That's the way that 
artists, the top tier artists really should go more of that whole approach of everybody. I feel like every top artist should have their own streaming service. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Bro, me and my dad had this conversation. Yeah. We back. We back, baby. But streaming is, is streaming in itself is complex. Streaming is. You know what I mean? uh-huh. But like you were saying, it would be dope. It would be dope to have but each artist have their own streaming help. For sure. I think that's like that's something that the artists will have to um really the top tier artists, they 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 have to be the ones to set that you right. know what I'm saying? Because, you know, they are literally the cultural leaders. And I'm saying that word now because that that stems back from um what we was talking about, not to keep tying it back into Wayne or nothing like that. But because I remember with that debate, someone was like, well, what you want him to do? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm not asking him to be MLK or goddamn, you know what I'm saying, Jesus. But, you you know, you, you need to have some substance. And the guy was like, well, he's not a revolutionary. He's not a cultural leader. But then I thought about it. I'm like, actually, he is because hip hop, that's why I think people be getting misunderstood. It's like literally our livelihood. You right. see what I'm saying? Like, it's not just entertainment, record sales, and going back to what you said about kids being impressionable, right? It's like me as a kid, as a 13-year-old kid listening to Lil Wayne, Wayne is the reason why, I'm not blaming him, but he's a big reason why I decided to sip lean when I was 13, you see what I'm saying? Because he's ahead of the culture, you see what I'm saying? And I'm looking at it like, wow, it might be a cool thing to do. Not blaming him, because ultimately right, my okay. parents should have, whatever the case, and me, make, making my own decision. But the cultural leader made it cool. You see what I'm saying? Right. So they have to make that cool, like how Jay-Z doing. So I give him that. You see what I'm saying? I think every artist should have their own streaming platform and then have those exclusive agreements with each artist to put their music on That's each right. other's platform. That's how you knock out the fucking Apple music and all right. that shit. You see what I'm right. saying? Apple, you realize, I think I was listening to something. I'm going to go look it up to get the... But I remember hearing something that Apple music is like 50% off top hmm. of everything that comes through. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. But the crazy part is it's, it's like it was hustling. It's like I'm growing a dope. I'm okay. supplying a dope. Right. But I'm getting the smallest cut right. off the dope. It doesn't make, you know what I'm saying? It'll make no sense. It's crazy. Like right. I just I want artists to be able to get what they deserve. I'm just real passionate about that. Right. But like you said, you also have to be on, on point to paperwork. Period. It's like I, I was curious the other day, so mm-hmm. I just Google Cardi B contract. Okay. Because I remember when she signed, I remember when they broke the shoe sign deal, and this was before Cardi became Cardi. Right. She was still loving hip hop Cardi. And everybody forgets about that. Mm-hmm. I need that time period. And they said, uh, so I, I just Googled a contract. I just, I could, of course, I'm not going to find a real contract, but there's always details on different uh, right. news sites, whatever, whatever. Right. So there's a whole other label that gets 50% of her royalties off mm-hmm. top. They chopping that off top. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I was talking to DJ Chicken the other day at a birthday party. Okay. Shout out to my homie DJ Chicken. Shout out DJ Chicken. And he was saying, man, I know that contract is bad. Right. We, we, but that usually happens to artists, their first contract, because you don't, you don't know any better. Right. But I was like, 
And now I'm thinking about the number, the amount of the Cardi B is the number one rap act on Atlantic League, Atlantic Records. For sure. As much as I love me, that's the that's the priority act over For sure. You know what I'm saying? So and I was thinking, if, if ever there was a time for her to try to renegotiate her deal, it's right now while the iron's still hot. Right. You know what I'm saying? While you have leverage. Right. And I think that's what a lot of the I think that's what a lot of the um why everybody's acting so kind of crazy about that number one spot, mm-hmm. that number one billboard spot. But you know, it's like we say, it's the music business. There's different benchmarks and stuff that goes in with advertisement right. and funding of projects. When you hit that, you can, you can go back and go, I had the number one or whatever. Right. I need this. Right. And them labels look back like, yo, if you don't have the number one spot, well, you didn't, right. you didn't do this on your last project, so you don't need this. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, see, that, ah, man, it's very frustrating because it's like, me personally, I don't really care for those accolades. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's it's a cool mm-hmm. achievement, but it's like, I think just having that organic base, making, you know what I'm saying, some real substance that people can relate to, it outweighs all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Now, in terms of Cardi B... Yeah, I, I'm, I'm more than sure her contract is messed up too because, you know, I like a lot of artists coming up before they even reach the big label, they right. sign to so independent a small, label. A small label. Exactly, who fuck them up in the beginning, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of times they don't be knowing what they're doing either. You see what I'm saying? Everybody's green. Everybody green, you know what I'm saying? And so by the time they do get the big to the, to the big dollars or the big label, it's like, yeah, you're not really eating. You know what I'm saying? And... That's another reason. I, I'm so sorry if I'll keep breaking. No, no. <laughs> that's what. It's, yeah, I, I'm sorry if I'll keep breaking Wayne's name up, bro. But that's another prime example of business 101, right? Because I think we had this conversation before, but it was just one of them things of a lot of people, you know, was looking at baby like, man, you fucked up for not paying Wayne. Now, whether it may be an ethical thing. That's a different story, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, if you saying that's your son, and you know that he put your, he put the the label on his back, yeah. But paperwork might not say that you 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 owe how much you feel you owe because, as I can recall, every time when I used to watch his interviews, which had no substance, he would always be talking about whenever business was brought up, he'd be deferring a question like, "Man, don't ask me nothing about business. Talk to Cartaz, whatever the case is." But now, fast four years later. You was complaining about not having money, right. but it's like, I don't get it. Yeah. I get it, but I don't. You know, you know what's funny? Before the whole Wayne and Baby thing happened, yeah. my father, he grew up, I, told, I think mm-hmm. I told you, he grew up with Baby, so chill, my, that's, my, that's my guy, my uncle. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Give me a lot of game. And like, mm-hmm. just, not just, he always tells me, don't let that shit fool you. Don't right. let all this other, that, that, that optical shit fool you. This is what shit really is. And not right. just with music, but life, period. Right. And I remember him telling me, Probably two days before it happened, your Wayne isn't happy or whatever. I'm getting, I have all the details and I listen to it. So I walk from class and Devontae's like, dog, Wayne. Shout out to Devontae. Shout out to my dog, Devontae. Another dope artist. Yeah. He was telling, he was like, dog, Wayne is whatever. So I instantly picked up the phone. I was like, damn, sure, you was right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I don't think people, like you said, you have to be. Accountable for your own business. Period. Like, this grown man business. Period. <laughs> this ain't. You may see kids in this business. This ain't for children. At all. This is 
it's a cutthroat game. Real time. And if you're going to get in, you have to be, you have to understand what you're getting yourself into. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, I remember even years before that with Wayne and not Wayne, with BG and Juvenile. Right. Taking legal action to make sure they got out of their deal. Right. You know what I'm saying? And there were, I remember the rumors of Wayne. I don't know if you remember when it was being rumored that Wayne was going to leave and, and go, go to the to Rock? Rockefeller. Right. Yeah, that would be for Katrina. And I was like, and I, I was like, I, I, I never thought it would happen. Right. Because I just couldn't see him leaving. Right, me neither. Because I, my first thought is that contract probably so tight. It'd be so probably it'd be so often to probably get out of that contract mm-hmm. without the you know what I'm saying the right lawyers and also how I wonder how young he signed that deal. Mm-hmm. Now I do remember an interview Juvenile said Wayne at one time was trying to figure out how he got out of the deal and how Juve was able to get out of his deal. Right. But you know the pen is always mighty than the sword. <laughs> you know Ice Cube is the smartest man in the world with them NWA deals. Everybody took them look, took that ten thousand dollar check. Mm-hmm. He didn't sign right. because he knew you owe you already owe me this. Right. So I did I did the work. Right. You know what I'm saying? He knew, but he didn't knew. You know what I'm saying? Like he wasn't all the way aware of the business, but he just had that feeling like this ain't right. You know what I'm right. saying? And he's definitely one of my inspirations as well, Ice Cube, because eventually that's the the lane I want to go in as well. Mm-hmm. Like I just love the fact how he you know, made so many different transitions in his career and sustained himself. Like, he didn't just stick to being a rapper. You know what I'm saying? Like, this man literally have multiple shows on VH1 and just on television networks, period. You know what I'm saying? And, of course, we already know he got one of the most iconic movie franchises in in our culture. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's definitely one of the inspirations. You know, producer credit, director's credit. That's almost unfair. We didn't really have that a lot when we were growing up. I don't know. You know, you didn't have too many outside of maybe an ice cube who was getting in it. You know what I'm saying? So I say one person for sure who I think people always look at me side eye, but I think he was like one of the the most smartest rappers ever. Well, I feel like during their prime, I think he had like the best prime, 50 Cent. I, I always forget about 50. You know, 50, like 50, 50. A lot of people be forgetting about 50. 50. 50 had video games, the vitamin waters, like the clothing and all that. That was already done before, but right. I've never really seen nobody do the video games before 50. It was, it was different. It was different. Yeah. Everything he was you know, doing. 50 understands. It's, it's, he really understands business. He understands business. And like, it's always funny when you hear rappers talk about who, who, what rappers about what. Right. People say Fifty might joke or whatever, but he's with whatever, whatever. Right. Like I've seen too many videos, like, and I've even hear people who Fifty isn't cool with right. saying, "Yeah, he's a, he." You know what I'm saying? But right. it was funny because Fifty understands marketing. I think better than some people who even go to school and exactly, <laughs> exactly. Like this. Uh, you owe me money thing you got going on. Yeah. It's genius. It's super but genius. People think it's serious. And they go to right. they go to they oh this is real and he understands perception and he right. understands okay. But it's still good for power at the end of the day. Period. Or whatever he's doing at this other network at the end of the day. Right. Like, right. And and it fits his brand, you know what I'm saying? It's not like he doing some clown shit that just like this is so out of the norm. Like everything that he like you said, he got marketing down to the science. Like it's 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 yep. It, it, he's I think I think in ten years we'll look back at fifty 
and have a real appreciation for some of the stuff he does, I think. I hope, man. I, really I think it's hard to see it when you're young, but when you look back at it, oh, damn, this was, he was before the head of his time. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Even, uh, like, even Jay-Z and Beyonce doing the whole equity thing right now mm-hmm. with different world instead of just taking the money up front. Well, give me a stake in a company. Right. I can, I can, art 50 Cent was, Fifty Cent was one of the first artists to do that with Vitamin Water. Right. He didn't take a hundred million. No, he had equity when they sold a company. That's what his shell was worth. You know exactly. What I mean? Exactly. It's like smart man. He was like when he, when he told they said when he told Chris Lyon, everybody else does look around about let's do war. Right. That's 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 a different. It's different. Kind of understand and think because everybody drinks water. Everybody drink water, and then. Like I said, once again, it fit with his brand because 50 was the fit guy. You know what I'm saying? Right. So everything just made sense for him to do what he did. And it just made him stand out so differently. And see, that's another reason why, although I love Jay, right? Mm-hmm. Every artist that I'm talking about, from Wayne to Jay to 50, whoever, like I got appreciation for him, but I'm just not biased. Like I'm going to keep it real how I feel about him. Right. Now, when it comes down to Jay, I think he get too much credit for stuff that he didn't really pioneer. Now, you know what I'm saying? And that's why it's like, because I, I remember having this conversation yesterday, because nigga felt very passionately about what I was saying about Wayne. And they hit me up, like, no, nigga, you chipping XYZ. I'm like, trust me. Like, as we talking, I got Lil Wayne on my wall. So I understand his <laughs> impact, but whatever. So I just, I brought up something as simple as this. I'm like, okay, there's no doubt that Jay is a great MC. But how come is it when he's dropping 444, right? He gets the praise and the credit for being like this pioneer of a 40 plus year old rapper that's talking about infidelities, credit, like just being on a mature mm-hmm. rap at that age, right? But I'm like, I recall a 30 plus year old Jay Z going at Nas and saying, nigga, switch up your flow, your shit is garbage. What you trying to kick knowledge? And everybody like, yeah, man, we don't want to hear that shit. But the minute Jay Z do it, years later, and all of a sudden, is that, you know what I'm saying? It's praiseworthy. Like, nah, y'all got to stop with the bullshit. There is some stuff I think that he does get over. That might be over, over credit for pioneering. Uh-huh. Because uh, as much as we like to think, oh, this person is the first person. They're usually not. Somebody's right. usually done it before. Right. Or somebody laid the groundwork for you to be able to do what you're doing. What you're doing, you know what right? Like. He's not, that's not the first conscious rap album. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> that's really what it is. It's not the first. You had other rappers say the same thing. So exactly. how can he be the first? Right. You may be the most notable. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But let, matter of fact, let me ask you that. Like, how do you define a conscious rapper? Like, what is a conscious rapper? That's a, you know, I was thinking because automatically off the top of your head, when you think about a conscious rapper, you think of somebody who's nice lyrically with mm-hmm. material talking about people automatically talking about what's going on uh-huh. in the world and within our communities and right. you know what I'm saying, socially and politically and stuff. Right. And then I started back, then I started thinking, I feel like Kendrick's broke that mold. Because mm-hmm. to me, Kendrick is a conscious rapper. He he falls, but He's taking it further than what I could have ever imagined. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that there's just one pure definition for that anymore because Kendrick is like a Kendrick did better numbers than Drake with uh without with the damn album. He did right. like you would have never heard of a conscious rapper doing 
six hundred thousand. I don't know the numbers are. It's right, not right. the same, but still, right. all said itself, like mm-hmm. you know, automatically you think of artists like Khalid, Khalid, most deaf, right? Can't even comment on. Um, uh, I'm missing somebody. Blank thought, right? But usually, the conscious artists aren't as popular mainstream wise. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Cole, you could argue. Cole's this person. Well, I mean, yeah, Cole's. Yeah, Cole's a conscious. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. It's it's a, it's a tricky word, right? Yeah. Because I remember once again having that conversation, and the young lady uh, who has a, a blog called Nor and Nola. Uh, yeah, so uh, shout out to Chelsea and her blog. I mean, Sierra and her blog. But um, yeah, she's a huge, you know, Weezy F fan, and she was like, um, you know. He doesn't have to be a conscious rapper in order to be considered a great. And that's why, once again, I had to pose that question. Like, what do you consider a conscious rapper? Because I think we get that mixed up. Because honestly, in my opinion, I think Jay-Z is a conscious rapper. I think I think Nip was a conscious rapper. You see what I'm saying? Like, they don't necessarily always talk about, like, that's not their main subject of political, whatever the case may be. But... They just aware of what's going on, right. and they willing to talk about some shit other than just what gets them paid. Well, if you break it down to the, to the root word conscious, yeah. conscious means to have awareness. Awareness, exactly, exactly, exactly. It's it's getting harder to really define, like, like and that's good, and that's and good, I, I that's good, that's super good because you can be a conscious rapper and still have fun music, though. You know what I'm saying? That's, and that's why I think people get so close. Exactly, like, exactly. That's to your credit what you just said about Kendrick, right? Because right. he broke that mold. And I'm I'm happy he did that because it's like, you know, for the most part, when a nigga say they're a conscious rapper or somebody classify him as a conscious rapper, they automatically put their mind into this box that he about to be talking about just this. Right, he's going to be born. Yeah, born. like, yeah. Because I don't necessarily consider myself a conscious rapper, but I would because I'm aware, but I'm not about to preach to you. Right. Because I'm not going to put myself in that box either to just say... I'm only going to be saying something that's going to be positive. Because sometimes my viewpoint might come off as right. negative. You know what I'm sometimes saying? Sometimes there's two sides to me. Exactly. Like, so, you know. Yeah, man. Like, just like I like Cole and Kendrick, I like I like Roddy Rich, and I like, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. There's, there's different sides. And I think that's not just us. I think there's different sides that all people. And sometimes I don't think people realize there's a different side of you. You just don't show it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, exactly. Cold, another question. What's up? Better MC Cole or Kendrick? You think? Ah, that's tough. That's tough. I struggle with that one. I can't even answer. I mean, I can't even answer that question. It's like similar to your top five, right? Mm-hmm. It always switches, right. right? Because I feel in terms of being an artist who is able to um, challenge themselves. And you know, I'll do the last thing that they did. I give that credit more to Kendrick. Mm-hmm. But in terms of stuff that I feel that actually resonate and connects, I give it more to Cole oh. because, not to get it twisted at all, Kendrick can fucking spit his ass off. But sometimes when I go and listen to his music, it's not always like the most thought provoking shit, and it don't have to be. But I'm just saying, like, it'd be a lot dealing with his flow mm-hmm. yeah, as compared yeah. to his actual lyrics. All you right. see what I'm saying? And I think Cole be having shit that actually, when it comes down to the lyrics, 
he got some more substance that time. Right, but they right, both right. got a great deal of substance. Right. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, it, that's a, it's a toss-up. It's a toss-up. Mm-hmm. Who we got walking into the studio? That's a great point. Yeah, man. A lot, a lot of people feel like, some, you have people who feel Kendrick is overrated, and you have people who feel like Kendrick, some people feel like Kendrick is a goat. You know what I'm saying? Definitely not the GOAT, but he's not overrated. Right. He's not overrated. <laughs> yeah. Look, he gets Yeah, like I just what I love about him, what I love about him and his music, his artistry is the fact that it's really an enjoyment. It's entertaining to listen to a Kendrick Lamar's project, my right. album. Now, you know, I wasn't a big fan of To Pimp a Butterfly, but I appreciated like each, you know. Album because right. you don't know what you about to get. Right. You know what I'm saying? What I say is it never makes the same album twice. And that's good. And I love it. You know what I'm saying? It, it shows like you're not scared as an artist to do, you know what I'm saying? Shit. To, like, right. You know, even I'm gonna tell you, you know the cool one, you know one of my favorite cool albums, and people are disagree with me, and I heard people killing this album for your eyes only. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a dope album. Okay. I like that because the whole album is a story. Mm-hmm. But it's a deep, it's a really deep story to me. Like the song for your for your eyes only a song itself. I love that record. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was just the song will bring tears to your eyes. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That particular song will bring tears to your eyes. I, 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 and I know people who that song has brought tears to their eyes. And see that that's that's what's up. I ain't gonna lie, like when it comes down to that particular album, uh like I, I, I look at that album and To Pimp a Butterfly in the same category. Mm-hmm. To me, right? It's like I understand where it was coming from, but sonically, it's just not something that I can listen to all, all the right, time. Right. Like when I heard it, I'm like, okay, I, I see what you was doing. I appreciate what you was uh what, what you put out into the universe, but I'm not about to keep listening to it. All right. I remember when I heard it, uh, no lie, not to shit on code because I fuck with code, right. but I fell asleep on that. <laughs> I, I, mean, I, could, I could see where that was, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but he he definitely my favorite Cole album is that Forest Hill. Forest Hill, I yeah. I think that would just. I think Forest Hill is equivalent to Kendrick's Damn. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. In terms of it being that commercial vibe, yeah, yeah, but yeah, still yeah. having absolutely, substance. Absolutely, I, I, can, I, I see where you're going with that. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what, is that, is, what is my favorite cold project? Like, see, one day, cause I love Born Center too. Mm. I remember when Born, I was fresh out of high school when Born Center dropped. Mm. Okay. But then I want to be like, but that Forest Hill Drive was different. Yeah. 2014, 14, I, I think I got to give it to 2000. I, I'm going to give it to 2014. Yeah, I think. Forest Hill Drive, too, because it was like, it was almost like, okay, it's him coming to itself. Like, right. It's a new introduction. You know what I'm saying? Like, first half of his career, and then you have right. this, uh, this totally other per- this, this, uh, person who's really found himself, and he's, in his own lane, you know right. what I'm saying? Agreed. I think uh, my favorite project from him though is Friday Night Lights. Yeah. That's my favorite See, project. I'm, I'm thinking about album mixes. Right, I'm exactly. Down, right. They redefine that. Too. Right, right. <laughs> so it's all the fun too, uh, you know what I'm saying? I feel you. Uh, but I noticed you ain't mentioned Drake though. So is Drake not worthy of this conversation? I told you, Ghostwriter things are going to be messed up. I feel you. But I'm, I'd be lying if I said Drake couldn't, couldn't spit because Drake couldn't spit. I mean, I. I mean, but Kenny, no, no. <laughs> but, uh, 
That's a good. Now you put now you putting you putting it on my mind. Right now. See, and that's that's what conversation is about. I feel like too is putting different thought. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Challenge your perspective. Yeah, and making people kind of think about stuff like because mm-hmm. Drake can, can fucking rap. I can't even say that you don't love rap because he does love rap. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't think people understand that, but I've heard other people him like he, he it's a lot of people say that he he loves like that. Hip hop elements, yeah, yeah. Pure that underground shit, but he knew that he would be accepted more on the other side of hip hop. Right. Um, I think, damn, that's a tough one. My favorite Drake project is, I mean, of course, take take care of my favorite Drake. Guy. That's your favorite. It's my favorite for sure. It's you know, sonically and musically and everything that went into it. Mm-hmm. I heard people arguing about Thank You Later. Thank You Later wasn't even that bad. It wasn't bad at all. I don't see what like, and I guess everybody's different, but I didn't see what "Thank Me Later" was. That I, I, I liked a lot of songs on. Me too. Thank Me Later. I thought, you know, what I'm saying I thought those were good jams. Mm. And I didn't even consider that his first album. I really didn't consider that his second album because so far, so far, so gone. Yeah. So far, so gone. Yeah, I think uh, my favorite is not even "Think." By far, for me, is uh, "Nothing Was the Same." Like to yeah. me, that project is just out off this off this plan. Funny, I went back to that. The more I played it, uh-huh. the more I find a different song that I like. Yeah, that song. Like, I, 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 I try to wait to listen to. It. Mm-hmm. I try to wait to listen to stuff because I want to get it to form my own opinion. Right, me and too. I want to wait till social media gets quiet. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right. For social media, it can make me feel like this shit whack. This shit whack, or it'll be like I can hear everybody saying this shit whack. I'm gonna be like, man, this shit dope. Right. Just because I don't want to sound like everybody right. else. Like, mm-hmm. Exactly. That's why I waited so long to listen to uh, Victory Lap. I, I waited a very long time to finish. I, I had listened to a couple tracks, uh-huh. but to finish it out, I waited probably a couple months to, to, to finish it. I went cop that. I've always been a Nipsey fan. Like, right. It was hard for me to keep up with his music, though, mm-hmm. You know, by him not being put on broadcasting on the radio right. and be, us being... I don't think you realize the internet is really new for us to use. So like, right? It really internet, is. You know what I'm saying? Nipsey's all the way in California. First time I ever heard Nipsey was on satellite radio on ro- the, the, and the song was "Roll the Windows Up." Okay. And I remember my dad bopping hard this song. He's like, "I like this shit." Mm-hmm. And then at first I thought I was at one point I thought I'm the only one who knows who Nipsey is, and I started right. meeting other. Okay, so I'm not crazy, right? <laughs> but like, right. Right. And I would be able to hear, I'd hear little songs off different projects, but I, was, I always remained a fan. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And I was a fan of more than, I didn't, I'm not going to say more than his music, but one thing, like I said, he, like you said, he's on that Master P tip. I'm mm-hmm. like, that shit gets to be refreshing, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, to, to, it takes a level of not, of confidence and not being afraid to be. Yo, I can do this myself. I don't need them to do this. Right. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And to not be content and to want more, like, mm-hmm. it, it makes you want to emulate that. I'm, I'm cut from that cut, for sure. You, you yeah. definitely cut from that cut. Yeah. Like, that's how I look at it, dog. It's like, you know, I'm not going to lie. I used to be discouraging early on, yeah. like, being that dealer and even in high school where it would be times where... You know, some of my friends or people that just genuinely like the music would be like, yo, when you're coming out with some more stuff, or why are you not on the level as such and such, right? Mm-hmm. And I used to be like, man, I know you don't really understand the business, you see what I'm saying? But it's going to take a, a, a longer period for me 
because of the route that I'm taking. You see what I'm saying? Right. And it's not to discredit anybody else who may have a buzz right now, none of that. But I just know it's a totally different thing when you're building it up from the ground up. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not going to be based off a of hype when it comes down to me getting that platform. It's going to be all organic supporters, right. family members. That's what I call it. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. They sleeping on United. They gonna wake up. No, it's all good. Let them do their thing. Anything you wanna let people know before we get up out of here? Uh man, always have your own your own opinion. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's basically what I'm getting from our conversation, right? But be open minded. You feel me? Be open minded to listen to others, but you know, at the end of the day, conclude at your own opinion. And you know, on my end. Uh, just make sure you you stay tuned with me and and check out all of the social media platforms, the videos that I have. So look me up on, you know, Instagram, YouTube, all that at L A Earhart. That's A L L A Y and Earhart. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Home of the cat. You already know. <laughs> Thank you, my brother. No problem. Mm-hmm. Well, for the homie out there, for myself, I'm your host Tim. Thank y'all for tuning in once again. I know y'all don't have to listen to me, but I, I pre- once again. I appreciate every fucking listen. So you're taking the time I show you to listen to me. And uh, one love. We out. Love. This is up, y'all.